Hello, and welcome to The Therapist Mindset. I'm your host, Jamie Bonaiuto, licensed professional counselor, licensed alcohol and drug counselor, registered yoga instructor, and Reiki master. The Therapist Mindset brings you evidence-based therapies with a spiritual backbone, because through mindfulness, we grow and change. Thank you so much for being here today. Today, we're going to do a quick, quick podcast because I am on vacation this week, but I didn't want to leave you hanging. So thank you for joining me. And if you want to continue to support this podcast, please give us a five-star review, a follow, and a share. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for being here with me today. Let's get started. I was thinking about skipping this week's podcast because I'm on vacation. Here I am in Shinateague, Virginia, Assateague Wildlife Refuge. It's just so beautiful here. It's one of my favorite places. We come back often. And then I thought, I can't skip this week because I just feel so good. And I want to share this energy with all of you. And then I thought to myself, well, and Jamie... What the hell are you going to talk about? Because I'm feeling good. And that also feels kind of uninspiring. Like y'all just don't want to hear about how good I feel. Or maybe you do. But then I thought, why do we feel so good on vacation? And then I was riding my bike this morning. And I stopped at the side of the road. And I looked looked out into the marsh. And I saw wild horses grazing. I said, this feels real fucking good because I am free. I'm free. When we're on vacation, when we're taking a break, that's freedom, man. When we're on vacation, we raise our energetic vibration because we feel free. That's the joy. That's the gratitude that comes with freedom. And it's kind of sad that some people don't take vacation at all, or some people take vacation, you know, once a year, summer vacation. You know, people used to kind of judgy, judgy people frown upon me saying, I'm always on vacation. And I used to say, vacation is my lifestyle. But you know what? I earned it because I built my life to one, not give a fuck about what you think. And two, I built my life because freedom is the only option. So most people who have been through the thick of toxic relationships, most people who have come out on the other side of the healing process, they no longer really like feel inspired to talk about the relationship so much, only with the purpose to help other people heal. So when I talk about my previous relationship, my toxic relationship, it's with the purpose of I'm hoping that this helps you heal. Because otherwise, I don't think about him very often. I don't think about that much anymore, which is wonderful. I pray that everyone gets to the other side of that healing journey. Because at the other side, there's freedom. And that freedom is what raises your vibration and helps you to build a life that you love. 
because I can't imagine ever going to a life, ever going back to a life where I don't feel this fucking free every second of the day. So go on vacation three, four times a year. I don't care what anybody says about it. It's not a vacation. If it's your lifestyle, if that's the life that you built for yourself, if that's a life you built for your family to experience that freedom. So I wanted to dive deeper today, a little deeper into being free. So the Webster's Dictionary defines freedom as the quality or state of being free, the absence of necessity, coercion, or constraint in choice or action. It's liberation from the power of another. Liberation. When people get out of relationships that aren't meant for them, they feel liberated. Whether that's relationships with the political system, relationships with society, relationships with their family, work relationships, relationships with intimate partners. They feel liberated when there is no more power over them. But let's go back to the beginning of that definition from Webster's. The quality or state of being free. Now that really struck a chord with me because to me, that means that essentially you can find freedom anywhere at any time. And then I was thinking, you know, that's pretty accurate because we've all, most of us have read the inspiring stories like Nelson Mandela's story where he found freedom. He found absence of coercion despite being incarcerated for all of those many years. That's freedom. So here are some little tips and tricks that helped me and hopefully will help you find your way to freedom or liberation. All right, number one, and they're not in any order, but the first one I wanna talk about is let go of negative thinking. You are what you think. If you think this is happening to you, you're going to continue to ask yourself, why me? Why is this happening to me? And that victim mentality helps keep you in chains and locked up. Being liberated starts with your mindset. Instead of why is this happening to me, rephrase that to this is happening for me. It's hard. I don't understand it, but I trust it. This is happening for me. Number two, take inventory. Look at relationships that don't add value and strongly consider letting them go. We have to ask ourselves, why am I in this relationship in the first place? What value does this relationship bring to my life? And ask yourself, what, what would my life look like if I let this go? What is your fear? And as I talked about numerous times before, I knew that my previous relationship didn't add any value to my life. But my fear was that my daughter would no longer have 
her father around because I knew that it wasn't realistic to expect kind of the traditional thing where we share or he has her every other weekend. That just wasn't going to happen and it didn't happen. So the fear of staying in the relationship even though it didn't add value to my life, I took on that martyrism of that martyr role of I'm staying in the relationship so she has this person in her life. But then what kind of value, how much value is it of her that a person stays in her life just with the condition that I'm there too, right? So all that time, I was playing the role of the martyr. I'm staying in the relationship for her. But as Glendon Doyle says, is this the relationship I would want for her? That resonates deeply with me. If you haven't read Untamed by Glendon Doyle, I highly recommend it. But she says, I'm staying in this relationship for my daughter. But is this the relationship I wanted for my daughter? Number three, take time for you. When we sit in the stillness, which is why meditation is so important, or even walks in the woods with no, you know, bring your phone, but don't pay attention to your phone, no music, just the sounds around you. This is why if you're blessed enough as I am, I can go away by myself once a year. I got out to Sedona, get out the beach wherever you can go and just be by yourself look inward sit in the stillness take that time for you to really listen to really see what comes up for you when you're alone and don't be afraid of change when people say Jamie you've changed I turn around and I say well damn I hope so we're not meant to be the same Even on a cellular level, we are constantly growing and evolving. We are not meant as human beings, as life, to remain the same. Imagine if you had a sunflower seed and it just remained the same. You would look at that seed and say, what is wrong with you? You didn't grow. Well, maybe that seed didn't have the opportunity to grow when you keep it held in your hand in the dark. We're meant to thrive and grow and be ever-changing. So when someone says, Jamie, you've changed, yeah, thank you. That's the whole fucking point. So I hope I've changed, and I hope you change too. The next one, and I forgot what number I'm on, but... Find what moves you. So I tell people this all the time. Our psychiatric symptoms, our body, are the clues that let us know what direction we're supposed to be going going in. So when we feel sick, when we feel fatigued, when we feel stomach upset, depressed, anxious, those are clues that our body is giving us that We're not doing something right. When you're doing something or with people and you feel energized and light and happy and joyous, those are your body's clues, cluing you in 
to do more of this. This is right for you. And I'll tell you, and this has happened for many people, not just me, but I was on an antidepressant in my marriage. I was diagnosed with narcolepsy. I couldn't stay awake. I was depressed all the time. And now, none of it. I don't take any medication. I no longer fall asleep. I no longer cry myself to sleep. So I'm not saying that it was that person's fault. It was my damn fault for staying for so long. But when we're not doing what we're meant to do, when we're not liberated, when we're not free, our body responds with illness, like anxiety, depression, autoimmune illness. And for many people, those symptoms and illnesses resolve once they change their environment, change their relationships that no longer serve them. Next, embrace the little steps. Learn to love the journey, the messy middle. Life isn't about getting from point A to point B. Then you miss the entire beautiful, messy fucking process. Life is about enjoying the little steps. So cheer yourself on along the way. And lastly, don't give up. You deserve this. It's not about perfection. It's about enjoying the process and learning and growing along the way. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you for sharing this little bit of time with me. I love you guys so much. Please continue to support The Therapist's Mindset by giving us a follow, a five-star review, and a share. And as always, feel free to email me with any questions or comments, feedback, or suggestions, thetherapistmindset at gmail.com. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Namaste.